I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Do you ever feel like you're going through the motions in your life, going through the day-to-day tasks? Maybe you're dealing with a lot of stress and you're not unlocking your potential for happiness. My first guest this morning is hosting a mental fitness course, which is starting tomorrow, to help anyone who's feeling stuck. Uh, They want to maybe unlock their potential for well-being. It's a practical, creative and evidence-based course called Fit Minds and it's based on principles from occupational therapy, mindfulness and acceptance and commitment training. He's donating proceeds from the session course to charity alone who provides housing support and help for older people. Now he's over 18 years experience in occupational therapy working in all areas of mental health and then he took the leap to set up his own services Lifestyle Awareness offering people and companies a range of mental fitness and lifestyle programmes. I'm delighted to welcome occupational therapist and founder of Lifestyle Awareness Peter Connolly to the show. How are you doing Peter? Many thanks, Sinead. Delighted to be with you here this morning and uh, very good uh, this morning. Thank you very much. Good, good, good. Now, tell us a little bit about yourself because, as I mentioned there, you worked within the health system, you know, in St. John of God's, St. Patrick's Hospital here, as well as in London as well. Then you took the brave step to set up Lifestyle Awareness. What inspired you to leave the pensionable job and set up on your own, Peter? That's a great question. I mean, in some respects, I, I suppose I... I probably hit a wall where I thought, wow, is this, is, you know, I, I felt I had more to give. I felt I was becoming more interested in, in working with people at a much earlier stage, you know, mm. rather than just crisis. I thought perhaps we need to kind of look more at preventative measures and look at equipping people with skills much earlier on than we teach the skills when people get in crisis. So I guess I'd been, you know, I'd been involved in, in running a lot of wellbeing um, programs in hospitals and I thought, wow, Maybe I want to do something, you know, my my own. You know, I had bigger yeah. bigger dreams, and and I guess none of us ever feel ready to do this. But I actually had a cancer scare wow. as well. Around this is going back maybe about three years, and I guess myself, I probably realised I was playing life a bit too safe and 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 small, and decided, you know, I need I needed to kind of find the courage within myself to kind of go after the kind of stuff that I really wanted in life. And I think, you know, I felt a bit stuck yeah. myself. Um, and I thought, like, so many of us, you know, uh, it's how do we unlock the potential? How do we go after the stuff that we really want in life? Yeah. And I think a lot of that comes down to how we use our minds and how we mm. understand things like our emotions and be able to, you know, kind of overcome a lot of the things that we might that might be holding us back in a in a way that makes sense, in a way that's flexible and compassionate, um, but certainly in pursuit of what truly matters in our hearts. I think that's a good good 
good starting point. That is it. That is a great starting point, and it's nothing like you know a, a major health scare to kind of jolt a person into action. I can I can see that. Um, and you know, you work with individuals and companies. What kinds of issues or challenges are people coming to you with these courses that they're trying to work through? What are the common things that you're seeing? Well, I suppose a lot of the common things, you know, obviously at the moment, uh, everything with, with with COVID is very difficult, you know, mm. adapting and working from home. But I think if we think about it really, if we break it down, it's it's people quite stuck in their own thinking. Yeah. That there's an inflexibility in how they, you know, think about themselves, how they feel about themselves and how that impacts on their ability to reach their potential and recover from setbacks and challenges uh, along the way. I think the key really word, when I think of mental fitness, I think is a lot of, the, it comes down to flexibility. Yeah. Flexibility in how we think, flexibility in, in terms of adapting, flexibility in unlearning things and learning new things. And I think it is a skill set for the future, not just for individuals, but I think systems and companies, because you know if they're stuck in rigid ways that aren't working any longer, they're going to get left behind or they're going to struggle more than they need to. It's sort of embracing this new way of being and working, but in a way that is compassionate also and respectful of people's needs and, and, and diversity of, 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 of needs as well. Yeah, and I think that's definitely going to be something that's going to be on the cards, you know, particularly with people going, am I returning back to work? You know, am I going to sort of stay working from home? And like you mentioned, you know, there needs to be that kind of flexibility in the way we think and approach things. Now, the courses are fantastic. I was looking through some of them there this morning on on your website, Lifestyle Awareness. You've created a range of uh, mental fitness and lifestyle programmes. Can you give us a little idea of what they entail? So yeah, I kind of wanted a, a one-stop shop, really. You know, I wanted to create, to be honest, I wanted to create one of the, the best wellbeing programs that I could think of, that I could be involved in. I'm working with a number of different collaborators on that. So it's everything from a lifestyle point of view. You know, I've got fitness, sleep, resilience. Um, I've got obviously a fitness trainer from the dock. Aaron Rogers is, is contributing on oh, that. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. So it's you know people of a high caliber who, who know what they're doing, who are very passionate about what to do. But then we're teaching mind skills as well in terms of things around psychological flexibility. I think that's perhaps the, the key skill really to, to learn at the moment, uh, where people are sort of understanding their minds a little bit more, where they're able to sort of make space for unpleasant or difficult thoughts and emotions while still staying connected to what truly matters mm-hmm. and moving towards the life that they want. So, so being more value-aligned in their actions as opposed to just kind of going along with whatever they're thinking. Um, and being more flexible in that. So in some ways, it's a, it's a well-being program for people who are wanting to stay well. It's yeah. more for, for people who are more focused on prevention, sort of early intervention. And then for companies more, it's around uh, a SAPA program, which is, which is part of that, but it's, it's the mental and emotional athlete program. So it's, it's around learning, particularly around, we think about modern work and how that, in some ways, it's learning how to understand the things like our executive functioning, things mm-hmm. like uh, how modern work, you know, affects the mind and the brain, and how yeah. we can sort of um, how we can work in a way that that um, meets our needs. And again, flexibility would be a kind of a key element of that because it's it's a bit like modern work allowing for a diversity, particularly when we think about neurodiversity and people having different ways of working and yeah. achieving their best. I think there has to be that sort of. Yeah, like no, no two employees working in the same uh, workspace are going to work at the same pace or the same style. And it's about kind of adapting and, and realising that, as you say. And I think a lot more companies are coming on board, yeah. you know, in terms of, you know, realising that they need to look after their staff's mental health a lot more. Are you seeing that? 
Absolutely, yeah. And I think they're they're definitely they're definitely coming now to the realization that they don't know, you know, like particularly for HR and learning, and, uh, learning and development. There's, there's gaps in their knowledge, of course, and I think they're they're looking to clinicians now filling in those gaps. So there's things that are maybe they're they're aware of maybe some of the symptoms, but maybe not what are the what are the particular drivers, and then what would be some practical and creative and evidence-based solutions for that, uh, particularly with a diverse workforce. And I think about, um, you know, how we best process and concentrate and absorb information. That that comes down to the brain. Yeah. And we're all wired slightly differently. And I think, like, I would go to, you know, if I go to speak to a HR person, and, you know, they might not even know what executive functioning is. And they might not realize that actually that's having a significant impact on people's efficiency at work, their ability to maintain good sort of boundaries at work in terms of things not impacting on their personal time. Mm. Um, that's so a big one as well, Peter, really that, that work-life balance. That's a big yeah. one at the moment as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that would be a, maybe a, a, a potential symptom of, um, you know, people losing that efficiency in what they're doing. It's just that they, they get fatigued, mm. uh, they get more distracted um, and things taking longer than they need to. So we'd see that a lot because a lot of our jobs are very cognitive-based. You know, there's a lot of loading uh, on our on our working memory and our ability to process. And if there's diversity within that, of course, people can have very different experiences, which we're going to see as stress. Yeah, this is, and, and people, you know, stress is a big thing and it's not going to go away anytime soon, that's for sure. Uh, now, you are running this, it's starting tomorrow, and I love, by the way, that you're doing this pretty much for free, but you're asking for donations to the charity alone. Um, yeah. Tell me about what's happening tomorrow and why you chose the charity alone for this. Well, um, so there's, there's three sessions. are going to be at 12 o'clock till, till, till 1 o'clock, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. So it's introducing the whole idea of mental fitness. So it doesn't sound like a gimmicky kind of term. Mm. You know, it's how we think and feel about ourselves and how that impacts on our ability to reach our potential. And so, so, so people have a good practical sort of understanding. Um, and um, the reason why I'm going with alone, because obviously it's been a very difficult year, but it's a very lonely year for a mm. lot of people. And uh, they are, I mean, I... I give back a certain percentage of my earnings to some charities and the loan is one of them. Um, and that's part of my corporate sort of social responsibility, I, I would say. Yeah. And, but that's that's how I want to work. Uh, that's aligned with the values that I have for, for lifestyle awareness. So, you know, looking to sort of introduce these concepts to people in a very practical way. Um, of course, you know, to, to, to get to get involved, just get involved and you know, contact on Peter Lifestyle Awareness or it's on Facebook or LinkedIn. Uh, I've got some uh, links there to the to the alone sort of... Um, the good, the giving page, yeah. I have that page, as well yeah. here, yeah. justgiving.com. And if you search for Peter's Mental Fitness for 2021, you'll see it there. You know, I mentioned at the start of the show actually today, um, Peter, that, you know, obviously people are struggling a lot. And I saw yeah. a disturbing headline that said mental health problems in Ireland have gone to from a crisis to an emergency with, with experts saying that this could go on for years post-COVID. What do you make of all of this? I mean, are you hoping to be part of the solution to, you know, helping people? people get back on track? Yes, I mean, I think uh, I'm, I'm, I want to be, you know, part of the solution of working towards prevention. Mm. And, and, and I think we, we've got all our time, all our resources, all our money is focused on treatment. But treat, we can't treat a way out of this because treatment is quite slow to respond. It's quite expensive. We need to start investing 
in skill training and resources at a much earlier stage and make them much more accessible uh, to people. We, we know now a lot more now about what are the skills that people maybe need to, to develop to, to stay well, if you like, mm-hmm. to, be more, to, to be more mentally fit. I think that needs to become a lot more uh, out in the open in terms of th- that, you know, taught in schools, taught yeah. in, through the use of technology. So we, we changed the model. So, you know, FitMind is, is, is my sort of attempt at that. And I would hope many of my colleagues and um, would follow suit in terms of beginning to look at, you know, more preventative type measures. Because, it, you know, as we all know, prevention is better than cure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Peter, I think what you're doing is fantastic, giving back not only to the charity, but to us who are struggling at the moment with any sort of mental issues that we might be having. Thank you so, so much for reaching out and joining me on the show today. Thank you so much, Sinead. Thanks a million. So the course, it's starting tomorrow, as Peter said, and running for a couple of days, three different sessions. You can find, uh, the best way to find out more about this is lifestyleawareness.ie and also on Peter's social media channels there as well. You can also check out, if you want to give and donate, you can check out justgiving.com and just search for Peter's Mental Fitness for 2021.